0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so long, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and helping us thereby to stay strong and even grow stronger in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. You know people in your life who need to get back into God's Word or maybe get into God's Word for the first time, don't you? They need to grow stronger in their faith and they need to come closer to God. They need to start thinking about their soul's salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them every single day. Through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. With your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. What a blessing it would be for you to help somebody get to heaven by sharing these studies with them, getting them into God's word. That will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our new line of thought and study. I began by asking you the question, what would you do? What would your thought processes be? What would you be led to do to be on guard if you knew somebody was out there to get you. Now, you knew who it was, or maybe you didn't know who it was, but you knew there was a threat that somebody was out to get you. That much you were certain of. The identity, maybe, now not so much, but you knew for sure somebody out there was ready to get you. Well, what would you do? What precautionary steps would you take What would your thinking processes be? How would you be on guard? How would you be alert? How would you be watchful? That's a challenge, isn't it? Well, the point that we're making in this particular line of study and thought is that somebody is out there to get you, and you can be certain of his identity because that's the devil. He's out there seeking your eternal destruction, condemnation in 1st Peter chapter 5 beginning with verse with verse uh, 9 or verse 8 we read this be sober be vigilant so these are strong words of focus be sober be vigilant because your adversary or your enemy the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour he's out there and he's after you. You can be certain of it, you can know it for sure, because God has told you in his word right here. John goes on and says, resist him steadfast in the faith. How can we resist the devil, our most deadly of all enemies, our most determined of all enemies? By living by the teachings of God's word. In that way, staying faithful to God, being obedient to his teachings. If we do not stay steadfast, if we don't stay obedient to God's teachings, then we're not resisting the devil effectively. Again, what did James say in James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8? Submit to God. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. How do I resist the devil? All the temptations that he throws at me. And boy, he keeps keeps bombarding me. I resist them by submitting to God. What does it mean to submit to God? I humble myself before him and I live by his teachings communicated to me in the scriptures, his word, the Bible. That's my standard to live by. That's my guidebook, my roadmap. I can resist the devil effectively by submitting to God, by living by his teachings. In verse 8, James goes on and says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. God wants us to walk with him. Well, now the devil wants to lead us away from God. He wants to lead us into eternal condemnation, self-destruction. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 13, enter by the narrow gate. He's talking about two pathways through life from a spiritual perspective. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. That's the way the devil wants to lead us. He wants to lead us down that road to destruction. Jesus goes on in verse 14, and he says, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way, or straight is the gate and narrow is the way, which leads to life, and that's eternal life in heaven. And there are few who find it. Why? Because people are not as focused as they need to be. John the Apostle talks about not loving the world or the things in the world. Because if our life is mainly focused on worldly things and living in the ways of the world, then John says the love of the Father is not in us. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, those ways of life, those lifestyles, they're not of the Father, but they're of the world. And John goes on and says, and the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who, has, he who does the will of God abides forever. So there's the two opposing lifestyles again. One is the way of worldly living, sinfulness, ungodliness, down the pathway that's broad and wide and leads to destruction in hell for all of eternity. So it's a parallel, really, with Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, just putting it in different words. The other way is the way of godliness, the way of faithfulness to God. He who does the will of God, lives by his teachings, abides or lives forever, an eternal home in heaven. Now, so what do we need to do? We need to make up our mind, need to make up our mind. As we noted in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 2, the apostle Paul put it this way, set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. Now, another way he could have put that was make up your mind. Where do you want to go? Heaven or hell? Eternal life or eternal condemnation? You see, ultimately, it's up to us, every single one of us, each one of us. We plot the course, our course, our personal course through life. So the devil wants to bring us down. He wants to lead us to eternal condemnation or destruction in hell. God, through Christ, wants to lead us to eternal life in heaven. Which path will you choose? Which road are you taking right now? It's up to you. Which ultimate destiny do you want? Eternal condemnation in hell or eternal life in heaven? You need to make up your mind. Don't let the devil win. That's what we're talking about. The devil wants to win your soul. Don't let the devil win. God has already sent his son, your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, into this world to die on the cross to win your soul to him, to lead you, to give you the opportunity to have eternal life with him in heaven for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life, John 3 and verse 16. But God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So Jesus came into this world to lead you back to God through him and away from the devil and the destruction that he wants to lead you into. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. Don't let the devil win. Make up your mind. The Lord invites you, in fact, he pleads with you, to come to him as your savior, as your Lord. In Matthew chapter 11, beginning with verse 28, Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. A lot of people say it's too hard to live that Christian life. I, I, I just can't do it. I, I don't think I can stay faithful. Jesus said my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus doesn't lie. Come to me, he says, you'll find rest for your soul. But now the devil tries to convince you otherwise. Oh, no, you can't live that life. It's too hard. It's too narrow. Jesus said you'll find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. God sent Jesus to lead you to the best life, the most glorious end of your physical life, and that is to transport you into eternal life in heaven. God sent Jesus to bring you the peace of God that passes understanding that will keep your heart and mind in Christ Jesus, Philippians 4 and verse 7. But you've got to make up your mind. The devil's your worst enemy, your deadliest, most most focused enemy, and he wants to lead you to eternal destruction, condemnation in hell. You've got to make up your mind. You've got to make up your mind. You will not let the devil win. That part is on you, making up your mind, setting your mind. As Paul said, set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. Where's your mind set? Which road are you traveling right now? The broad way that leads to eternal condemnation, self-destruction, or the narrow way that leads to life—it's wide open. Jesus said, "Few there be that find it." So you're not going to have to travel, and the—you know—along the you know, along the, uh, the uh, sides, you know, sides of the road. You go straight down that road, and God will help you all all the way. And encourage you. Don't let the devil win. We'll look a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, Father in heaven, thank you for making the way for us to resist the devil by living according to your teachings. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross to redeem us from the guilt of our sins. Help us, Father, to recognize this blessing, and to embrace it, Father, to make it our own in the most personal and active way. Help us, Father, along this line. Strengthen us, please. Please be merciful with us, we pray, Father. And gracious Father, please forgive us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.